So we know that many, many people around the world are celebrating today the holy day of Easter. For us who are Unitarian Universalists, we absolutely honor the life and teachings of Jesus. The Christian and Jewish traditions are a very, very big part of our denomination's history, even though today we honor all pathways to religious truth. So this morning, we're going to share a series of story poems from a book called God Got a Dog. And you know the song we sing on Sundays when we ask, we invite our young people to go to the classroom, their classrooms? Well, that song is written by the same minister and music director who created this worship service we're sharing with, with you today. So the book, Got, Got a Dog, is by Cynthia Ryland and Marla Frazee. And we believe that these story poems are a wonderful way to honor the life and legacy of the Rabbi Jesus. Because there's stories about what it might have been like for God to become, well, incarnated, to get a body and become just like regular human people. So we're going to begin with the first story poem, which is called Being God. It's hard to be God. You have to be, well, be God. But you also get to be God, which means you have quite a perspective on things, a perspective that no one else has, no one. So there you are, looking out at the world and everything in it, and one day you just might want to see what it's like to be a part of it all. And since you're God, you can do that. And so, you do. So as, as we all listen together to these story poems, ask, let's ask ourselves, what would it be like if I were the embodiment of God? What would it be like if God were living through me or through all of us? And what if we all were incarnations of the divine spirit of love, the spirit of meaning and caring? God woke up, and he was groggy. And he got a nice cup of coffee. And went to sit under a tree. And drank his coffee. He sat there listening to the birds. Whoops. Listening to the birds. With all of a sudden, it hit him. He was happy. Happy. He'd gotten such a bad rap all these years for being angry all the time, but he wasn't really. Maybe a little grouchy, but here he was, happy. Mellow yellow. The birds were singing, and God was at peace. The Buddha told him it could be that way, but he never really believed it. Life really was easier sitting under a tree. Or under a screen. Either way is good. <laughs> so that picture looks pretty good, right? Right about now. 
So maybe, maybe God is feeling peaceful because God realizes that just for this moment, maybe, he's part of the interdependent web of all existence, which is what we, of course, we Unitarian Universalists affirm, that we are part of everything else that is, especially everything else that is in nature. Now, we know that nature has a lot of wonderful experiences, but here's an experience that's not so pleasant. God got a cold. <laughs> and he was such a baby. He never got colds. He loved to brag about it. And now here he was, not nosed. It's hard to be authoritative with a cold. It's hard to, sh to thunder, thou shalt not, when it comes out, thou shalt not. <laughs> Nobody takes him seriously. And besides, he wanted some comic books and juice and somebody to be nice to him. So he called up his old friend, Mother Teresa. He asked her to come over and see him. He asked, could she bring him some comic books? And of course, she did. Our next story poem has something to do with our own personal uniqueness. God went to beauty school. He went there to learn how to give a good perm, but just ended up crazy about fingernails. So he opened his own shop. Nails by Jim, he called it. He was afraid to call it Nails by God. He was sure people would think he was being disrespectful and using his own name in vain, and nobody would tip. He got into nails, of course, because he had always loved hands. Hands were some of the best things he'd ever done. And this way, he could just hold one in his hand and admire those delicate bones just above the knuckles, delicate as bird's wings. And after he'd done that a while, he could paint the fingernails and paint them whatever color he wanted. And then he'd say, beautiful, and mean it. He's right, I'd never go to a salon called Nails by God. <laughs> and you could say I'm in the business. <laughs> Thinking for a moment about what makes us unique and what makes us special. The thing I love about this poem is that God likes to do fingernails because it gives God the opportunity to hold our hands and admire what we each bring in our hands to our daily lives. So just humor me. Take a look at your hands right now. Think about what you like to do with your hands or maybe something you like to do with your feet or with your whole body. Every single one of us has special things we love to do. And yet, we are each special and unique. Imagine, in all the universe, there is only one you. You 
each have that spark of divine light. God got in a boat, and she said, wow. She never actually floated in a boat, though. She'd seen people out on the water and told herself she'd have to try that someday. To tell the truth, water had always bored her, until she started seeing people having fun out on the water. So one day, she got in a boat, and she said, Wow! And then headed out across the lake. The whole world looked different. She couldn't get over it. The world from the lake didn't look the same. It didn't look anything like it looked from the sky, from the ground, or even from inside a whale, because she'd tried that once or twice. God sat in the boat and was surprised how much sense it all made. And the little houses and the green trees, and all the tidy cities, and all the sky, and all the land. It all made sense. She was surprised, because really, she'd just been winging it. It's good to wing it. It's also good to look around and see things from a different perspective every once in a while. And it's good to say, wow. For us, As Unitarian Universalist experiences of wonder and awe are one of the ways we understand the sacred. God went skating. He loved it. He wasn't very good at it. He fell 20 times. But God always bounces back. Cool, said God. As he whooshed past the old ladies, he felt invincible. He knew he was invincible, but he didn't always feel that way. Not every day. God made some other, met some other friends on skates. God thought they were way cool. He was proud of them. Proud that they flew their spirits down the alleys and the boardwalks and the streets like angels. They were angels, you know, and they hadn't forgotten. Amazing feeling to fly, isn't it? Either on a skateboard, which is a feeling I've never known, nor will I ever know, except (laughs) in my nightmares. (laughs) Or in an airplane, or even in our imagination when we remember that we are angels inside. It's also an amazing feeling to adopt a new friend. God got a dog. She never meant to. She liked dogs. She'd liked them ever since she was a kid. But she didn't think she'd have time for a dog now. She was always working, and dogs needed so much attention. God didn't know if she could take care of being needed by one one more thing. But she saw this dog out by the tracks, and it was hungry and cold and lonely. And God realized she'd made that dog. Somehow, she was responsible, even though she knew logically that she had only set it out into the world. And, of course, she couldn't be blamed for everything. But she saw this dog, and she felt bad. So she took it home and named it Ernie. And 
Now God has somebody keeping her feet warm at night. So now that we know that even God needs somebody to keep her feet warm at night, I'm wondering if we can do something for one another that will help keep our spirits warm, at least for the coming week. So somewhere around your seat, there should be some yellow um, cards and pens. And what we're going to do is something we're going to call a blessings blender. So if they're not enough cards, maybe you can cut them in half. But I'd like each of you to write a blessing. Not a blessing for yourself, but a blessing that will bring joy to somebody else in the congregation. And once you're done writing your blessing, I want you to fold the card in half and find someone to give that blessing to. You may want to get up and wander around and give it to somebody. Some of us need to stay seated, so let's make sure we exchange blessings that way too. If you haven't taken a peek yet at the blessing you received, you're welcome to do that. So we have two more story poems left. And this next one is called, God Found God. It was the weirdest thing. God got all religious. One day, God was looking for something to do. So they went into this church in Boston. One of those churches was from the 1800s that likes to consider itself old. This always gives God a good laugh. What people think is old. <laughs> and it was quiet in that church, quiet like you wouldn't believe. And up to the sky went these beautiful rafters, and all around were these beautiful stained glass windows, and everybody was praying. All the people in the pews, all the ushers and greeters and helpers, all the choir singing like angels, they all were praying. God looked curiously at the cross. God was still trying to figure that all out. But God knew that God had actually found a holy place. And God was pretty thankful about that. So they dropped a coin in the offering basket before going out. Our final story is called God Went to India. Let's see if I can balance this on my shoulder. I'm sure I can't. I'll put the elephant there. And now our final story. God went to India to see the elephants. God adores elephants. He thinks they are the best thing ever. They do everything he hoped for. They love their children. They support one another in community. They don't kill. They mourn their dead. And this last thing is especially important to God. Elephants visit the, the graves of those they loved. They spend hours there. They fondle the dry bones. They mourn. You see, God understands mourning better than any other emotion. 
better even than love because he has lost everything he has ever made. Because when you make life, you make death. The things God makes always turn into something else. And as the cycles of life and love and death go on without ending, he does find this good, even if it makes him sad sometimes. We honor in our tradition, we honor the cycles of life and death. And we do realize that although individual life passes away, it doesn't really cease, it changes into something else. The cycles of life and love continue, and we find this good. I have a friend who grew up Lutheran, and she became a Unitarian Universalist several years ago. And uh, she says to me, every Easter, she goes back to the church where she grew up with her parents, her parents' church, a Lutheran church. Because she says, I have to see the empty tomb. Maybe one or two of you who, who relate to that. We have to see that sign of hope. We have to see it with our own eyes. This story that we honor at Easter time is a powerful story. Okay, keep my elephant there. It asks us to think about what happens when the teacher who told us that the kingdom of God is ours to create, ours to make real, what happens when we lose this teacher? Because Jesus did die. And his friends and his family members and the people who followed his teachings were very sad. Like the elephants, they mourned their loss. Eventually, the followers of Jesus realized that even though he was gone, his, teach his teachings were still alive and his teachings were important. And they remembered that they could still work together in community and they could still imagine a world that was held together in different ways than the world in which they'd grown up. A world that was held together by compassion and affirmation of who we are, not condemnation. So the followers of Jesus took his teachings and continued to share them. And that way he lived on and that's the way I think we all hope we will continue to live on. Because we are full of wonder, and we are full of lessons, and we are full of love. And that, too, is good. My beloved, as you leave this place today, may your spirits soar and sing, and may your hearts leap with the spring. Be blessed.